Welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson, and I am excited today because we have a firecracker for the Lord on our show. Uh, From the podcast Street Discipleship, Andrea Thomas, affectionately known as Evangelist Andy. If y'all know her, if y'all have heard of her, y'all know that this woman loves God and she's full of energy and she's ready to reach the lost at any cost. I want you to welcome to our podcast, Evangelist Andy. How you doing? I'm doing great. That was a great introduction. I feel like somebody. I'm like, hey, firecracker. I'm so excited to be here. We have been trying to connect and we both have things going on, but glory to God, he made a way and I'm excited. Hey, everybody from Love Thy Neighbor. Hey, Street Disciples. I know y'all checking me. (laughs) So I can't wait for what we will discuss. And I pray that someone is enlightened by it. Amen. 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 Definitely, you know, it's been a long time coming. We finally got together to do this podcast. I'm telling you, um, I, I love I, I love your podcast, and there's a couple of reasons why I love your podcast. But first off, um, just tell the folks just a little bit about you. Uh, I can introduce you, but it's better if they hear from you, the person. You know, what, what do you right. want people to know about you? <laughs> well, I want you to know I love the Lord. <laughs> My granny always said, tell people you love God now. <laughs> but I am very passionate about the kingdom and not um, the kingdom, you know, not in the sense of the ones that go to church. Yes, we're going to bring you there. But the ones who have been forgotten, mm. the ones who have walked away. I want you come on in the fellowship because there is purpose in your life. And that's why I always tell people, go forth, be great in God and walk in your purpose. It's my job and my mission to help people realize what their purpose is, because a lot of people go to church or they know church folks and they just think, I'm just meant to sit in the pew. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> you have a job to do. And God has given you gifts, callings, talent, even being a kind person. That's the gift. That's the gift of helps. That's Holy Spirit. I'm just here to edify. And the reason why my name is Andy, it's not because I'm Andrea. That's not it. Um, the spelling is A N. D-I-E, because no matter what my title may be, right now I'm evangelist. I evangelize and I edify. Mm. I'm here to teach you, teach you the way and make the Bible make sense. A lot of people don't understand King James. Well, let me give you the urban translation. What it says is this. And once people understand then they can go and run with it. People perish for a lack of knowledge. I'm going to give you knowledge. Amen. Amen. Well, you you heard it. You heard it from the Vengeance <laughs> Andy <laughs> herself. <laughs> now, now, one of the things that I really, really like about your podcast is the sneak peeks, the music. 
If anybody's ever checked out, and make sure you check out Street Disciples with Evangelist Andy. It's on Anchor. Yes. It's on all wherever you can find the podcast. It's there, right? Yes, sir. and you yes, gotta check out the sneak peeks. Tell me, how did that come about? How did this music thing come about? Uh, it was God. It, it was all God. <laughs> I was actually helping someone else to make a song, and they didn't even like the the beat that we were using and I was like I'm gonna show you what to do with that music and they was like but you gospel I said that doesn't mean that I can't flow and reach other people gospel isn't just a box that you check check off and Jesus wasn't always in the church preaching it he was out in the streets and one day it was raining and I, I just I said Lord give me the words and I have been studying the names of God. And I was like, it's so many names that we call him. Ooh, I'm going to make a song. Mm. <laughs> and I listened to it. Listen, before I even put out a sneak peek, I send it to several people. <laughs> like, uh, what this sound like? <laughs> and then I get their feedback. And then I'm like, okay, we ready to go. And this, the first sneak peek was the names of God. What is his name? And we were having a festival at the church and I was like, I could see us dancing to this and yet educating people. And I sent it to my pastor and he said, go for it. That's fire. Just <laughs> just put it out there. Just put it out there. And I said, all right, Pastor Dad, I got you. And when I put that sneak peek out and I checked the analysis <laughs> later, it was through the roof. Oh, That's wow. when... <laughs> All these other countries started listening. I was like, oh, y'all needed melody. (laughs) And from that point, I was like, I think I have to do it every episode if I can. And every time I I seek God for the words, he always gives it to me. And every song has Bible. So you'll be singing and and preaching in no time. (laughs) And that's and that's the truth. I can I, I can definitely verify it is scripture. She be singing some verses, you know, right out the. I'm like, Garden did she just Gethsemane, read the page? That was Garden of Gethsemane. Yes. That took, oh my goodness! I was reading all of the Synoptic Gospels one by one, and I was like, I hear it. I hear it in my mind. I know what I need to say. And when I sent that out. An atheist, a proclaimed atheist, Mm. had reached out to me to tell me that she had never knew the story. And just from that song of what happened in the garden, and then she followed Holy Week, and she was like, it makes sense to me now. Mm. That's not what I was taught Mm. when I was younger, but you actually said the scriptures and the verses, and I could read it. I was like, wow, to God be the glory if an atheist Mm. can get some knowledge and want to come close from a song. It it was the song that (laughs) I recorded that 17 times. (laughs) (laughs) I had to make sure my scripture was right. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, somebody I'm going to tell you, I, I definitely enjoyed that one. And I shared it with a whole bunch of people. I said, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to You got to hear this because it's so unique because a lot of times, you know, what you get with music 
you know, and it's nothing wrong with it is people, you know, just pouring out their heart and just pouring out mm -hmm. the words that come to their mind. But for someone to purposely say, I want to have a cadence and a rhythm and a sound. And I want it to be scripture, though. I want it. I want them to be able to go to the Bible. Right. I want them to be able to go to the Bible and say, no, that's the word. That's it's not just it. it it's not it doesn't just rhyme. It's the right. word, you know, because sometimes we'll forego the word for the rhyme. Right. Because it sounds mm -hmm. better. But man, the Garden of Gethsemane. Oh, that is the one right there. <laughs> That is I the know, one. I listened to it a million times <laughs> myself. I was like, Evangelist Andy, you are very creative in Jesus' <laughs> yes, name. Yes, <laughs> amen. How amen. Did, even I was baffled. Like, how did that, I have the notebooks, I wrote it. but <laughs> Right, like, right. How did I even, wow. Like, I'm so amazed by even the way that God uses me. And I just pray that God continues to use me so that other people can come to him. It's not about them coming to me. Always to God be the glory. I, I need to feed you, God. Because I might leave, you know, Andy is human. <laughs> and right. sometimes, you know, I make mistakes, but I want you to see the perfect man who is Jesus. Yes. So, hey, as long Amen. as he keep using me, I'm going to keep opening my mouth. So, it, it, you know, we, we call you Evangelist Andy. And I know you're like, hey, you know, that's what I do. That's what I do. That's, you know, I'm Andrea, right? But yeah. as an evangelist, you know, when did you know that that was the assignment or the role that God wanted you to play in his plan? I didn't know. <laughs> my pastor knew. Because he, he was like... uh at that time, I was minister, Andy, and he's like, well, minister, uh, God has told me it's time to elevate you. And in my mind, I'm thinking next elevation is Reverend Hood. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> that was the only thing I was thinking. He was like, uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> my pastor be busting my bubble. <laughs> But he was like, no, it's something that you already do. Yes. And I started thinking about, well, what do I do? All I try <laughs> to do is help people, give them the Bible, make it understandable for them. And then I go places other people don't go to try to win souls. There you and go. he's like, exactly. There you go. <laughs> but, but seriously, I spent two weeks like, what is that? <laughs> what is that title? What is that called? Because I, I, it's nothing to, you know, down anyone else, but the evangelism that I saw was not exactly what I did. Yeah. So I was confused. Like, are you sure that I'm an evangelist? Of course, my pastor took me to the Bible. He's like, remember when they was on the road in the desert and he went and the eunuch was reading the yeah, Bible. Brother Philip, Brother Philip. <laughs> and. And he just came over and explained it to him. And then he said, well, how can I be saved? And they, out of nowhere, God brought the, the water. And he said, there's some water. Can I be baptized? And he said, yes. And when, my, when I read that, it just opened up to me. I'm like, I am an evangelist. I'm ready at my ceremony. <laughs> As soon as my pastor announced my name as evangelist, I ran. 
literally around the church into the to the door. The earth just had to stop me. <laughs> Pastor was like, "No, no, wait, come back, evangelist. I know you feet on fire, but come back." And after the official title, then that's when God sent the people who needed the way that I I taught. I'm not gonna say they needed me, right, 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 but they needed how I brought the word and church after church. And I was just like, oh, I just had to accept it. Is that what it is, Lord? I had to give him a yes. So when my my pastor helped me realize who I was and what my purpose was. So that's why I try to assist others realize who they are and what their purpose is. You, you know, and I and I like that I like that you said that because a lot of people who go after titles, right? Um, it's about the title. And so they, they, they don't, they're not, they're not, you know, submitted to anyone who God has placed in their life to pour into their life, to encourage them to see what they can't see. You know, everything mm-hmm. is just me and God. And, you know, I know who I am. They can't tell me who right. I am. And you have this humility about you, but yet you have this great call in your life to go and reach people. And usually those two things don't go together. Usually a person who right. who goes out and does what you do and go as many places as you go and, you know, talks to, is, is, is full of themselves. They're walking around oh, like, no. you know, you better oh, call no. me by my name. You put put not. some respect on my name, you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> no, I, I, um, the first time someone hyped me up, um, when I was way young in the ministry and I believed them and I had, you know, lifted my head a little too high. Mm. And my great grandmother came and sat me down and said, don't you be like them. You be like Jesus. And it's going to be my mission to keep you humble. So no matter how good somebody said I did, she would always be like, you was all right. (laughs) That was fine. You know, uh, yeah. (laughs) And I, I appreciated her for that because I have seen people uh, lose certain things because they were full of them instead of him. Yeah. And I said, God, please keep me humble. No matter how you got to humble me, please keep me humble, but don't humiliate me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'd rather humble myself under your mighty mm-hmm. hand and let you exalt me oh, in due season. Yes. <laughs> you know? Amen. Well, you know, yes. I think that's huge because, and I don't, and we're not going to talk about fivefold ministry, but just a, a little touch is that, you know, these titles aren't, you know, for our edification. They are symbols of the assignment that God has given us. Mm-hmm. It's the job that he's calling us to do. It's not for us yes. to lord over people and to say, Hey, I'm this, I'm that. It's just a description for you so you understand what you're supposed to do. And so as an evangelist, oh, go ahead, go ahead, jump in there. I just want the title chasers to know (laughs) with the title comes the trials and tribulations that go along with that. There are certain uh, trials, issues that only prophets will experience because of that anointing. So you got to be careful about wanting to be somebody. 
<laughs> because with that, too much is given, much, much is, is required. required. <laughs> and being a pastor is more than just your anniversary. You are charged <laughs> with the lives of those people. And if you got blood on your hands, Lord Jesus, please, <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> help us. <laughs> I, I try to tell those that I train, like, it's not about the title. Don't don't be a title chaser because while you looking at the glory, you got to think about what came to that part right. and the the <laughs> what's behind the veil. Right. They don't they don't like that part. <laughs> you know, and, and the responsibility that comes with it. Yes. You know, so many people are yes. looking at, you know, the title and being called something and they don't understand that this assignment has great responsibility and your accountability really is the word of God. And so when you look at the word, the word is telling you, hey, you can't what you can do and what you can't do. And what uh-huh. it looks like when you're in in his will and out of his will and the people around you, they're reading the Bible, too. And they're looking at you and say, well, that ain't that ain't what the Bible says about who you say you you are. And folks is like, well, you can't talk to me or you can't. But we're not going to get into that. We're going to get into. Because <laughs> we could go. We right. Could go. <laughs> we could go there. But realistically, I brought up, you know, the assignment of evangelists mm. because I want to talk to you a little bit about what evangelism is. And so if I'm an evangelist, what does it mean? to do evangelism. What is that? You know, because some of us listening, like you said, have our own picture. We think it's standing on a corner with a big sign yelling at people or, I mean, what is, what is evangelism? (laughs) Okay. Well, actually I want to let everybody know you're all evangelists, Uh, not just the ones who have the title because Jesus told the disciples to go forth everywhere Mm -hmm. and make more disciples it is our job to preach the kingdom of god and to go in love it is our assignment as disciples a disciple is a believer and someone learning okay let me start there yes yes (laughs) you are the disciple if you are studying god if you whether you're in a organized church or not if you're seeking him through his word you are his disciple and jesus commissioned us that's the great commission for us to go and get more people added to the kingdom now your territory in the kingdom may be different than mine's. There is in-house evangelism and there's outhouse evangelism. Uh, Most people don't like outhouse evangelism (laughs) because of other uh, denominations and how they just come to your house. (laughs) (laughs) We know who we're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not, um, it's the message versus the method. And some of them are very aggressive. And Jesus said, if they receive you not, then shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. Um, sometimes as an evangelist or doing evangelism, we're so intimidated by what we have seen that we forget to still be ourselves mm, in it. Um, I tell people the best evangelism tool is transparency to be honest with people and to tell your testimony because if you come too high to someone they won't receive you because they'll assume you a holy roller and that 
you know, we holy rollers. But <laughs> if you are honest about how dirty and filthy you used to be, come on. But yet through the blood of Jesus and through the word of God and through kingdom connection, you have been made clean Ooh, and on. tell them how you stay clean. Okay. <laughs> Just be honest. People respect honesty more than a, a written script right. because it seems fake. You know, you got to go off book, not the, not off Bible, but off mm. book sometimes and tell people what has happened to you and how God uh, helped you or someone else. We're strengthened by the testimonies of our brethren. And honesty is the best policy um, to be in evangelism. You don't have to necessarily drop exact scripture, but all you need to do is have an honest and loving conversation. Uh, Holy Spirit will let you know when that's an evangelism moment. Your girlfriend could call you talking about how this man ain't this and that, and she tired of <laughs> being alone. That's your moment. That's your moment. You know what a friend we have in Jesus. Well, and the Bible tells us he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Come on. That means that even late in the midnight hour when that man don't text back, God is there. That's just the conversation. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Listen, you find your method. But give God as the message. That's all you have to do. And now don't go down there condemning people. Right. And telling where they're going because, <laughs> you know, judge not. Yes, we be judged. Because <laughs> I just want to put that out there because that's why a lot of people turn away from receiving the evangelist because they've seen other people say you're going to hell in gasoline draws or whatever. Oh my. <laughs> that's not how we are. Kingdom is love. Kingdom is love kingdom is love i want to repeat it because um not not always tough love but god is love and if you go to someone in love um, it doesn't matter if they're converted in that moment you have pricked their heart and, and that's all you need to do just just plant the seed amen <laughs> be, a, amen. be a farmer <laughs> amen what does the bible say some plant right some water yep but God's going to give the but increase. God <laughs> will give the increase. Oh my God! And and I like what and I, I like I what you witnessed. said. And, and and I like what you said. You know about you know sometimes we're 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 trying to, you know, get you know people who don't know God by telling them you're going to hell and you're going to, and and realistically, when I read the Bible, you don't really hear that message. You don't hear the apostles mm -hmm. preaching that way. You hear uh -huh. Jesus preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He didn't say repent or you're going to be oh, thrown right. into hell. He says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so he's telling them to turn from what you've been doing and come and follow me into God's kingdom. Because Amen. what God is saying is, is, is that I've, I've come to give you life. I want to pull you out of this world that you're stuck in that yes. like you said is causing you depression and fear and loneliness and isolation and you're chasing after all this stuff and God's got an answer for you his son Jesus yeah. he's he's got a way out of this stuff Jesus the, <laughs> the yeah. truth and the life he right the yes <laughs> and that's another thing like if we really look at it <laughs> 
the ones that Jesus criticized. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> was the spiritual elite? Uh, the one, nah, hey, hey. Right. Those were the ones that he was very critical of, the ones who knew what was right, but they wasn't living it or oh teaching my. it. Or, those were the ones. Uh, there are a lot of Pharisees in the kingdom, mm. and it, it saddens me, but I'm not here to blast them. I'm here to speak louder than they are. Yes. I'm here to, to teach the love of God louder than they're teaching and preaching the judgment of God. Because you don't know God's mind. Right. Because even the Bible says out of all the things that were written, they didn't write it all. Right. They didn't write everything he said because it wouldn't fit in the book. And so with what we do have... From Genesis to Revelations, I see love. That's what I see. And let us remember grace and mercy and having compassion because God had grace and mercy on us. Right. I tell people all the time, we're all some ex-somethings or some current somethings trying to be an ex-something. <laughs> what they may do out in the open, you may be doing in secret. Well, so don't try to blast them. <laughs> pray for them. Somebody pray for somebody. You know, uh, please. You know, John three sixteen. everybody knows it. Some people know it, even if you're not in the church, that for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But a lot of people don't know John three seventeen. For God sent not his son to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. And it's like, you forgot. How come we don't know that he didn't send Jesus to condemn the people? He sent Jesus to save the people. That's God's great exactly. love is that he wants all men to be saved. He doesn't want anybody to perish. And so if exactly. we are being that stumbling block for people coming to Christ and coming to know the Lord and bowing their knee before God, we got to be careful because he, he views those people as precious. He wants them to come mm -hmm. to know him and he doesn't want us to be an obstacle, right? <laughs> Right. I just put a post uh, when I was up this morning at three because <laughs> Holy Spirit wouldn't let me down. And I was like, why am I still woke? And just as I was laying down, a young lady I went to high school put this post up about how these church folk. Now, you got to know the difference between the church folks, Christians and kingdom. <laughs> these church folks had condemned her for embracing her African heritage. And she was upset. Now, this is a very mild mannered young lady. So when I saw this post, immediately I said, who said that to you? <laughs> <laughs> who said that? Because a misinterpretation of Bible can lose souls. And many people are just repeating things that they heard yeah. instead of experiencing God right now in the now. Wow. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. Not to be approved by man. You need to tell God, I know what you said. I remember the promises. I know what you told me to do. Jesus did everything that needed to be done. That's why he said, it is finished. It is finished. <laughs> now, if he was not Con condemning people and casting them into hell why do you think that's your job it's not only people or or 
things that we should judge is when we make it over, some of us, not all of us, some of us will judge the angels. But we don't even know if that's our job yet. I might be the one. You know, so we have we do have to be careful because I wrote a whole apology on behalf of the kingdom uh, to anyone who was ever turned away or shunned by the church. And if church hurt, I don't like it. I don't like that term because one group of people can spoil an experience with the whole nation. Yes, yes. You know, it's it's like religious profiling. Right. Let's put, no, let's put for that real. out there. For real. The mother hurt you 30 years ago. Mm. And now every time somebody invites you, uh-uh, I don't like church mothers, you church folks. No, I, I'm not a church folk. <laughs> I'm kingdom, okay? I'm different. Listen, come on back. I'm sure mother ain't there no more. Okay, so you, you can come on. <laughs> you, you know, and you, you really touch on something because I'm just like you. The, you know, the whole church hurt thing, it, it, it grieves me because uh, it's a real thing, you know, um, for a lot of people. A lot of people. Uh, but uh-huh. at the same time, it's a profile. It's like I'm just grouping everybody together. You know, I've had people say, well, man, if all Christians were like you, I go to church. I'm like, well, why don't you go to church with me? <laughs> you know, since right. since you respect, exactly. since you respect, you know, you know what what I'm what I'm saying and how I'm living and how I'm mm-hmm. bringing it to you. Come on, fo- come on, follow me. Um, follow me as I follow Christ. Let me show you what I'm reading, so you can Bad see, <laughs> so you can see what Jesus is really saying about what this looks like. And you know, but so often everybody's painted with a broad brush. That because mm-hmm. so and so fifteen years ago stepped on my shoe in the uh, when I walked in the church, I'm done oh, with all church goodness. people, you know. And, and you know, I'm being a little bit, you know, uh, you know. But well, at the end of the day, let's address that. It happens, right? <laughs> There's things that happen, and you're like, yeah. wow, that drove you away from being a part of this kingdom connection, this family of believers, you know, this this group of people who mm-hmm. are. Not perfect, but making right. progress. We, we, Paul said, I've not apprehended. I've not been made perfect. But this one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to get the things that are behind me and I'm going to keep <laughs> pressing forward. I'm going to keep walking forward. I'm going to keep growing in this. Right. Yes. And so we're not perfect. Right. No, we're not. And let me encourage people on today. Um, we do not uh, lessen the experience that you had. Right. We, it's like the Me Too movement. If I could tell you the church hurt that I have experienced, you'd be like, I can't believe you still go to that church or you still preach it. Because, listen, we don't do this for people. Right. We do this for God. You have to remember that. Hmm. And here's another thing I want us to, I hope that, those who have been hurt by the church will give us another chance because you know McDonald's mess up your order all the time. All the time. They might even shortchange you, <laughs> but you still go to McDonald's. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you still give that corporation who don't know your name, who don't care about you, who only care about the green and the bottom line. You give them chance after chance after chance. And yet, you cut off the church. 
for one mistake of one person. And if it was like more than one person at that church, it's just like McDonald's. You can find a new location. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. No, seriously. I tell people when they are seeking God or seeking a church, you have to sort of court that church for a while. Uh, It's like you courting a man or a woman Uh, because everybody put game face on like the first month. (laughs) And even a job... A job will court you for 90 days and see exactly how you are before they make the full commitment to bring you on or they fire you. (laughs) But you don't say, oh, the one job fired me. I'm not going to work no more. You get up and you pursue. So if you are in search of an organized church, write down what you need spiritually I need some steady Bible classes. I need a women's ministry that embraces young people, millennials my age. Or I need somebody that has an older women fellowship where they will teach me how to be. Look, I have some mothers Come tell on. me, look, I'm going to teach you how to get a husband now. We can't have you out here single too long. <laughs> I said, well, look, when is class? <laughs> I'm ready. You know, you have to find the place that um where you feel god's presence and when i say feel it i don't mean just the dance i mean you experience something there and you can't quite put your finger on it but you just keep going back that's the place where you belong if they receive you not or you feel uncomfortable it's okay to go somewhere else and ask God to lead you where you should right, be right. and and show you where you should be planted. Because once you are planted there, you'll have no problem being involved in anything. Um, don't allow one um, mistake. I don't even want to blame the leader because sometimes the people hurting folk are in the pew right, and not right. necessarily in the pulpit. Right. So I want you all to be open to finding new friends. We're going to say that you're a friend of God until you come into the fellowship and receive him. Then you become family. So give somebody another chance. <laughs> Amen. Give us another chance. <laughs> Amen. And that's true because, you know, being a part of a church, you know, uh, and I'm actually getting ready to do a series at our, at our church, a, a two month series on the ecclesia, the church, the called out ones. The called out ones. There you go, the called out ones. And 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 I want to talk to them about what it means to be, you know, God's family because that's what the church mm-hmm. is. The church is God's family. And in families, it don't always you be hunky dory and everything go all right. But there's a certain way that God said to deal with when you're offended. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, "You're going to be offended." He said, don't, uh-huh. if you think you're not, you're fooling yourself. He said, the fences will come. And now here's how you handle them. You're going to be persecuted. Come on. And so you've got to be ready, you know, to reconcile. You've got to be ready to walk mm-hmm. in forgiveness. You've got to be ready to give people another chance because you want another chance. You, 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 mm-hmm. you want to, you want mercy. So you want to give mercy. That's what the Bible yes. says. Blessed are the merciful yes. for they shall obtain mercy. And so, when yes. we come together as the church, you know, the place, like you said, is secondary. 
you, you got to deal with the people. That's really what we're talking about uh-huh. is becoming a part of a group of people and you fitting in with them and you doing life with them and you doing ministry with uh-huh. them and you serving one another. And then you going out and reaching the lost because you got to yes. be together on that. It can't be, well, the pastor is the one that's supposed to reach all the lost people. No, every single person has that responsibility. You said that earlier. Listen, I, I, I concur. I agree. It is not only the pastor's job. And a lot of people do believe that. That's why I started with everyone is an evangelist. That sermon that you hear on Sunday is a setup for the rest of the week. Take note of what God is sharing uh, through the pastor, because even if you feel like that word wasn't for me, I guarantee you'll come encounter someone that there it is. who that word is for. Amen. And we have to <laughs> and you have to be willing to share that. Um, most people are very shy and they can't just walk up to people. You know how quickly you can make a post. Amen. How quickly you can share a post. That is you doing evangelism that is you giving the word of god now just make sure that word line up amen <laughs> we all did <laughs> you know don't just share everybody um because they got certain titles make sure you listen to the word and that's why we study so we know and uh don't be telling people that ain't in the bible <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to people <laughs> Just pull them aside later and have a, that's your edification moment. That's what iron sharpens iron means. That's when I pull you aside and we can teach and learn from one another. I'm not here to expose anybody, but Jesus, (laughs) that's who I'm exposing. Let let me teach you about a man. (laughs) Now we, we, now we, we, we had, you know, a long fun discussion, you know, uh, off air, (laughs) you know, uh, just about evangelizing and some of the experiences that we have had, you know, share just some of the, 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 the highlights of, you know, reaching people and, and sharing the gospel with people and how, it's for the everyday person. You don't have to be this scholar, right? Right. <laughs> to reach folks. Listen. Come on, talk to me. <laughs> I I have had some wonderful experiences um, with evangelism before I ever accepted my call to preach. It was when God was tugging on me. And I'm going to be transparent because I told y'all to be transparent. <laughs> I was at my boyfriend's house. <laughs> Just a long, long time ago. <laughs> and um, it was like a double date situation. Him and me and his uncle, who was like two years older you know how that go (laughs) and his girlfriend and we were partying whatever you think party means we were partying (laughs) but I had been saved since I was eight so I knew God and all of that but I was in my flesh so it got a little too hype at one moment and she and his uncle got into such a, a physical and verbal altercation and suddenly she ran out of the house now this house was located right at the freeway i ran Mm. after her i'm like where you going and she went and climbed on the bridge oh my now 
this <laughs> in that moment i said lord i need you to tell me something to tell her what should i do lord because these two jokers talking about jump jump i'm like no don't tell her to jump i'm like no 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 don't listen to them girl hold on i'm gonna come out here with you and i am i at the time i was afraid of heights but god gave me every single syllable to say to her i even tell her girl dump this dude (laughs) because if he gonna tell you to jump that's not the one for you i'm like girl come on out here with me come back to safety and we can talk about this and as soon as i got her down from the ledge the hug Mm. that she gave me and the hug i gave her back i prayed like lord let this hug activate holy spirit within Mm. her and this is my cue (laughs) that i need to exit this situation amen because if it were me he would be standing there telling me to jump like i can't i can't do it and and that moment right there changed my perception of who I was in in the gospel, in the kingdom. Because at that point, I was just not minimizing it, but I was just a choir singer. <laughs> I was just in the choir. That was my role. I, I never <laughs> wanted to be a preacher, but I did want to be a preacher's wife. <laughs> I did not. I didn't want to preach. I was just like, I'm a married preacher. I'm a, I'm gonna wear fancy hats, and people gonna be like, that's her. And I'm gonna sit on the front row. That was my goals, goals. <laughs> but God Amen. had purpose on me, and I shared with you the other day the young lady who was an atheist who we randomly get friend requests, and I always. <laughs> Send a text back, like, who sent you? Mm. Because you can't just allow anybody Mm -hmm. to have that access to you as much as we're on social media. So I'm very careful. If we have mutual friends, I'm inboxing all of them. Who is this? (laughs) Because... No, seriously, because <laughs> we're on Facebook every day and they get your life and you can't let everybody into your life. Amen. But she was saying how she just liked my picture because of how she said something like I looked angelic and she started with she don't believe in God. And then she started asking questions about what type of things does God forgive? And one question was, well, you know, people do anything for money and to obtain it and to, you know, survive. Will God forgive that? That was my cue right there. God forgives (laughs) and he's compassionate. And not only will he forgive, but he'll throw it away and he won't bring it back up it was that when i said he wouldn't bring it back up then she says well what can i do to have that experience that you read about Mm. in the bible and and what your pastor always say let the people run in and say what must i do to be saved she literally said it and i led her in the repentance prayer um you know got to get her David on. (laughs) (laughs) And it was 
it was a beautiful moment. And I thanked God for that because I don't know how many people had been tugging at her, but for me to be able to witness the conversion. Wow. And she said, well, I don't know about no regular church or going in nobody's building, mm. but I'm going to follow you. Amen. She <laughs> followed, instantly followed my YouTube and the podcast. And she was like, I love that song. <laughs> I like this song. <laughs> I'm you. sharing this with everybody. I'm telling you. And, and I was like, to God be the glory. And I to this, she's been talking to me all day. I'm like, girl, you good? <laughs> Because I don't just convert you. I check on you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> you need something? <laughs> you know, so um, many of us who are in the kingdom have had experiences and we just took them as a one off. God is showing you something. He's showing you you. He's showing you that you are that broken vessel mm. that he has repottered and that he's willing to use. You know, don't be like Moses and, and come up with your excuses because God got answers for all of that. Yes, he you know, does. God, I don't, I got a stutter. He said, who made your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> who made that? And I want everyone embrace you in God. It's not as hard as we make it to be or as we've been shown it is there is a very simple formula just love people and trust god that's it that's beautiful and he'll lead you i want to hear your experiences oh man oh man oh man i i've had some amazing experiences uh i'll give you one one of the ladies that has been a longtime member of our church I was working for um, the school system here in Colorado um, as a para on a bus. This was some many years ago. And that particular day, they didn't have anybody for me to go and work with. So there were two ladies and they said, well, you can go with either one of these. Which one of you guys want to take uh, this guy on your bus? And they're looking at each other like, well, you want them, you want them. And so (laughs) (laughs) and so I ended up getting on the bus with uh, a lady named Lynn and Lynn is a beautiful beautiful soft spoken her spirit is just is just wonderful just loving person and i got on that bus with her and something happened to her that day that had never happened before a fight broke out on her bus and it just so happened that the day that that happened you got this big six foot two black guy <laughs> on the bus with her <laughs> and I, I pulled these two girls apart and she's like i've never had a fight on my bus I don't know what I would have done if you weren't on there. And like you, that gave me an opportunity to say, well, maybe it was God that that set this up. Uh And she said, it's funny you say that. I've been, you know, wrestling in myself saying that I really need to get back to God. I was a little girl. and, And she said, I've been having these conversations with myself. And I said, well, do you want to do you want to you want to pray and just ask the Lord to to, to really pull you in, to really t- save you and to really bring you into his his kingdom? And she said, well, yes, that's exactly what I want. I prayed with her that day. Sister Lynn is still wow. walking with the Lord to this day. Amen. And that was Amen. 2000. That was 2010. Oh, Lord. That was 2010. <laughs> and the reason why that's I bring that up true. is because she's still walking with the Lord to this day. And. Amen. Her whole family is saved now. 
One by one, Glory. those folks start getting saved. And it was Look all because of that one day on that bus. This is God, <laughs> he, he orchestrates <laughs> so perfectly. perfectly. Like, we could try to put a program together. Oh, no. <laughs> but the way God's will work, oh my God, he thinks of every angle about it. That's why it's easy to trust him because he thought of everything. Right. Um, even in <laughs> the situations that he orchestrates at that we call trials and tribulations, that's just boot camp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah. training you yeah. for something or showing you where you need to work um, a little harder in that area. I, oh my God, I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm excited for the kingdom. I just, <laughs> this is what it's about, yeah. you know, and, and that's what I try to share with our church. I try to have our church in position. We'll go to a gas station, take over about three or four pumps and, and, and <laughs> one person's pumping, another person's praying, you know, Amen. and we're leading folks to, to Christ at the, at the gas pump, you know, and it's amazing because a lot of people never thought of that. They never thought of just serving another person gives you an opportunity to share who God is and what Christ did for them. <laughs> Y'all just washing feet. Right, right. You know, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's beautiful because Jesus, the leader, was willing to to surrender and submit himself and to be a servant. Yeah. Sometimes your evangelism is just praying That's with it. someone. <laughs> That's it. And just show show love. <laughs> you know, just show love. And I feel the future of evangelism is about to hit this boom if we properly educate and equip people. Um, I can't say that there's an exact, you know, formula. I know the elements that need to be there. It always needs to be love. And uh, they're all greet them in peace, you know, open with a joke. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it just uh, be real. You know, Jesus was real. Um, He even thanked the disciples. Thank you for being with me in my temptation. Come on. You know, and you can be converted at the club. You you can be saved at the after hours. I used <laughs> to go party. when I was younger. Okay, <laughs> so and it, it seems no. When you're looking for your purpose, like what always happens to you? What are you gifted in? That's some of the key elements and the clues of who you are. Um, somehow, at every job. I become like the resident <laughs> preacher, clergy, yes, therapist. Me too. <laughs> I, so I, I like, and I always take communication jobs. So that's that my fault, but <laughs> but it never never fails. I'll get a customer that is screaming at me about something that has nothing to do with me. Right. I don't I even know do who it. you are at the moment. <laughs> And yet God gives me this peace to where it extends to them. And by the end of the call, they're laughing or apologizing. <laughs> you know, I'm so sorry. I'm like, nah, get it out. Because sometimes you just have to get it out. And once you get it out, let me put something else in there. And, and let me fill you with something else. Um, sometimes the best reaction 
is silence. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Just, just let them talk, and then you give them God. So, evangelist <laughs> but Andy, I love the kingdom. So, evangelist Andy, I, you know, we already know that me and you could talk <laughs> for the rest of the I, day. Uh, <laughs> for the rest, we just need to get another podcast right. together. <laughs> right, we could talk for the rest of the day. But what I want to do is I want to take some time and I, I want to have you pray for our listeners to have that Amen. that kingdom heart, you know, that desire to reach the loss, you know, because we know that God is not willing for anyone to perish, you know. Amen. And so if he's not willing, then we shouldn't be willing either. Amen. And so I just want to brothers and sisters. Yeah. So I just want you to pray, you know, for our listeners to 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 catch that fire of evangelism and to reach those people that are around them. Um, yeah, that's it. That's that's it. And I feel it. I feel it already before you even begin to pray. I, I, I feel it. So I know somebody's going to be encouraged and, and strengthened by this. So, hey, amen. Amen. <laughs> Father God, we thank you. We thank you for allowing us to have this moment to share and to talk in love. God, first of all, let me say thank you for Pastor Wilson. God, I ask that you give him a special blessing, a special anointing, a special increase that only he deserves for his love and his compassion for the people. God, I ask also that you look upon everyone under the sound of my voice, everyone that has an inkling, a pulling, a tugging on their heart. Lord, I ask that you would ignite Holy Spirit within them. Just as you equip Moses, God, I ask that you equip each and every one of us. Give us the words to say. Give us the feet to move. And Lord, give us the witnessing of what your word can do. God, I ask those who are still wondering if they should believe. God, I ask that you would give them miracle signs and wonders. God, give us the witnessing, the things we've heard of, the things that we may experienced in the past and didn't know what it was. Lord, give us the revelation. God, allow us to know who we are in you. Allow us to know who you are. And Lord, allow us to love on each other and the kingdom. Lord, I ask if we have any confusion, Lord, I bind it right now in the name of Jesus, for you are not the God of confusion, but you are the God of peace. God, I ask that when we speak, that they only hear you, that when we come into the world, that they only see you, that we will be the example that you have set and that we will activate that example in others throughout the world. Lord, I ask that you still look upon this world, look upon the street disciples and those who want to love their neighbor. And God, I ask that no matter where we go, that we will be your ambassadors, that you will give us the strength on this courage. And even if we stumble and fall, Father, forgive us. Give us strength, grace, and mercy. And what you have extended to us, allow us to extend it to everyone we come into contact with. Build us up where we are torn down, weak, and broken. For we are the clay and you are the potter. And we know that your hands are the best hands to be in because those hands have all power. Anything I forgot, Lord, you know what we need. You know what we stand in the need of, for you are Jehovah Jireh, and you will see to it, and you will provide. 
all these things. I believe and trust that it is done. And I say amen. Amen and amen. Woo. Amen. We, we we definitely don't, got. Don't you be shaking over there. We we, we definitely <laughs> got to do this again. We definitely got to do this yeah. again. Um, yeah. uh, tell the people about Street Disciples. Um, how can they find you and uh, your YouTube channel, Facebook page, wherever you want people to find you? <laughs> how can they get a hold of Evangelist Andy? <laughs> well, I am on Anchor and all their outlets, and actually, I have. Uh, I give you a sneak peek. Street Disciples. <laughs> with evangelist andy is now on iHeartRadio, oh. so you can check me out there you can follow me on facebook it's andrea thomas and I, <laughs> you can follow me on youtube evangelist andy instagram evangelist.andy but there's a special page that I have on Facebook for the podcast, and it's Street Disciples with Evangelist Andy. It has the same logo as the podcast and a private group where people nice. get private uh, training and encouragement, and we have prayer. So check me out. That group is private <laughs> because <laughs> <is> private. <laughs> not everybody wants to go deeper. Right. And look. Check out the sneak peeks. If you don't want to get preached to, but you want to sing this song, come on. <laughs> You'll be singing Garden of Gethsemane in no time. Yes, yes. I was singing it for a whole day. I, I couldn't stop. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I was singing it for a whole day. I remember I got your message. I was like, it's official because Pastor has said I'm telling you. I was singing it for a whole day. Whole day. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for you joining well. me. This has uh, been a privilege and an honor, um, I, and I can't wait to you know see what we can when we can do something again. Um, I'm definitely gonna bring you back, and so uh, God Amen. bless. And, and so to you guys listening, remember love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>